I hate to go all technical on you, but all hands on deck, swirly thing alert! Attention! Listen, you motherfuckers. You're experiencing the Lotus Effect with Phoenix and Phone Boy. It's very creepy. Just a little weird. Maybe it'll catch on. Who knows? It is out of sheer morbid curiosity. I'm allowing this freak show to continue. How do you fix that, though? Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Do I have your attention? Send your dick pics. <laughs> are you interested? I know you are, because it's fuck or walk. You're shitting me. Have you made your decision for Christ? To tell you the truth, I don't give a shit. I would not say such things if I were you. Who the fuck are you? Bone Boy and Phoenix. They're fucking nuts! But they don't know shit about fuck, clearly. That's true. That's right. Clearly, we don't know shit about fuck. But you know what we do know about? We knew about magic numbers. And we're going to talk about a little bit of numerology today. Yeah, we are. And uh, yeah, that was uh, that was uh, <laughs> Phone Boy's Phoenix. And I'm Phoenix's phone boy. There you go. That's right. Yeah. And Some, somewhere in this crazy fucked up situation, I'm Phone Boy, you're Phoenix, and we're doing a podcast. It's episode 36. <laughs> strap in. That's right. Uh, s- sit down, strap in, shut up and listen, as you've said. Yes, yes, I have. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. This is a yeah. This is a value for value podcast. And in fact, we did get some value for value this week, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, it's you know, and I actually think this is. Um, well, I think the first thing we need to do is tell our wonderful listeners, if they aren't already aware, that uh, if you like what you're hearing, if you want to give back some of the value that we give to you, you can stream us satoshis. You can send us your fiat fund coupons via PayPal or however you do it. You can troll along in the chat room. You can become a pedal head and uh, tell tell a friend. Yeah, tell a friend, and and also um, we we want to hear from you. We want to we want to hear about your lucky number stories or how the magic numbers touched you. There's lots of ways to take that question, right? Um, this is this is our refire topic uh, for the week. Uh, you can give us a call at two five three two three seven three three two one. Operators are not standing by. It's just Google, Google Voice. voices to murder your transcription and possibly come up with a show title yeah we we like show titles uh, that's yes, we, do. We, we we do come up with those things so um we also yeah um but we but we should uh, thank some of the pedal heads that uh, that uh, granted us money i actually forgot to tell you um actually servo posted uh or uh, boosted 333 sats there's the magic number right there hey yeah uh so uh so did bully steve from what i from what i recall yeah, and uh, during the bowl on Tuesday night, Reverend Cybertrucker boosted, uh, I believe he boosted like 2,000 sats or something like that in honor of my birthday. So thank you to Sir Rev Cybertrucker out there wrecking the roads and uh, keeping everything shiny side up like he needs to. Yeah, exactly. Just like Tigger. Yeah. And of course, we have Mama T who came in. With $33 Yay! for my we like, birthday. We, we, we love Mama T. Yeah, we love Mama T. Thanks, thanks, Mama T. Um, yes, thank and, you. And uh, yeah, so um, if you want to, you want to be in a, a, a producer, uh, yeah, uh, this is this is uh, this is how you do. It was one of the ways you do it. You contribute with a voicemail. You contribute with uh, you contribute your your time, talent, and treasure. Uh, yeah, we've got some uh, um, <clears throat> lots of ways to uh, participate up in this uh, up in this lotus that we have. That's um, right. And uh, yeah, and we appreciate every one of them. Yeah. Um, Not going to lie, the finance gets the, you know, train a little further down the track, keeps the lights on and stuff like that, keeps the internet running so we can bring you this, you know, half-assed content every week. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, it's the uh, show where... 
it's made up and the content doesn't matter. Yeah, the, the, the show's made up and the content doesn't matter. That's right. That's um, right. Now, I think I think as a lead-in to our topic, um, so I there is, um, you know, if, you, if you've listened to No Agenda, you've heard the, you might call it an obsession with the number 33. Now, we'll talk about what that means later. Right. Um, however, I think there's a, there's a much, um, there's a, there's a, a more general sort of, um, you know, sort of description of, um, you know, t- talking about numerology from uh, the, from the Podfather himself, right? And when they, um, you know, and when they started taking donations, they started seeing the numbers. And it's funny because I've heard I've heard other podcasts talk about the same things. Like, why are people donating, you know, fifty six seventy eight or something like that? Well, you know, oh come on, five six seven eight. Yeah, five Shamil. six seven eight. Yeah, exactly. Shamazel. Hasan Incorporated. Incorporated. That's right. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're we're old. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's hear the, let's hear the boys talk about um, numerology and no agenda donations. I think this is a I think this is a relevant clip to uh, relevant. To, to start this off with. Once we started doing value for value, it didn't take long before people started sending codes in their donation uh, numbers. Yeah, such as. Uh, Jews like to send something with 18 in it. Very lucky for them. And they do that at, you know, at weddings, at uh, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs. It's like $18 and 18 cents. You're pretty stingy, but okay. Everyone has a relationship to a number. And when it's an executive or associate executive producership, then that is often explained to us why that is important. And we are all, when we started noticing, it was like there's a penchant for numerology amongst the listeners of the show and the Every, producers. No, really, everybody has something with, an, everybody in the world has a favorite number I or a lucky It's number. probably true, but yeah. we exploit it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We exploit it. We exploit it. Uh, just be honest about it. We exploit it. And it's turned out to work out, which is even more interesting. Yes. People like, uh, they like these numbers. Yeah. That's, and that's right. We love numbers. We love the numbers. Um, you know, and I mean, it's funny because as you start reading through some of the stuff um, you know, about it, and, and honestly, there's not a lot of information about numerology, and I think a lot of it is because of just sort of the history, some of the history of it. Um, right. Yeah. But uh, I think we need to start with what numerology is. Yeah, I think we do. So, all right. So, if you don't mind, um, yeah, that might be a good uh, might be a good place to start in our notes here. What what is numerology? Well, numerology is the pseudoscientific belief in a divine or mystical relationship between a number and one or more coinciding events. It's also the study of the numerical value of the letters and words, names, and ideas. It's often associated with the paranormal alongside astrology and similar to divinatory arts. Now, numerology is an ancient branch of esoteric wisdom similar to astrology, but instead of looking to the planets for answers, numerology finds meanings through numbers. The term numerology was coined by Dr. Julia Seaton and first seen in a book published around 1937. Before then, this type of divination was referred to as the science of numbers, arithmancy, or sometimes erroneously, uh, Kabbalah. Yeah, and I think, yeah, so, it, and it goes back, I mean, and, and this is, um, you know, it goes, it actually goes back to... Um, yeah, at least the yeah, at least uh, the when 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 this name came up, uh, Pythagoras, right, the Greek philosopher and mathematician. Uh, yeah, uh, um, you know, as somebody who spent far too long in school learning about math, um, 
Yeah, uh, I had to do, um, you know, I, I had to learn about Pythagorean theorem and that kind of thing, and you know, especially when we start talking about geometry. Um, yeah, and he's a he's a sixth century BC, um, you know, um, philosopher, mathematician, and he's credited with what we generally know as numerology. Um, it, it's not he didn't invent the entire system; he just brought it to the attention of the world, right? That that number is the ruler of forms and ideas and the cause of gods and demons. Uh, claimed that man could grasp and explain the nature of the universe only through number and form, which, you know, that's something. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I think there's a, we, we place a lot of significance on numbers. Um, yeah, I liked geometry as one of the, and actually, I even took a college-level class in geometry, um, and you do some stuff with error-correcting codes in that regard. Um, you know, I didn't so, know there was going to be boasting. Yeah, okay, fine. Um now, however, it wasn't just Pythagoras. Um, you might uh, uh, Saint Augustine of Hippo uh, from the in the fourth century um, wrote fourth and fifth century wrote that uh, numbers are the universal language offered by the deity to humans as confirmation of the truth. Um, similar to Pythagoras, he too believed that everything had numerical relationships, and it was up to the mind to seek and investigate the secrets of these relationships or have them revealed by the divine grace of God. Um, yeah, and. Uh, you can also go to Sir Thomas Brown and the Garden of Cyrus, and he attempts to demonstrate that the number five in the related uh, quincunx, uh, that looks like, yeah, that's spelled Q-U-I-N-C-U-N-X. I'm, I'm thinking of another word there that uh, that might have C-U-N as the first three letters. Behave, um, <laughs> phone boy. Yeah, I know. Uh, but, but you can find this pattern throughout the arts and design and in nature. And in fact, you, you know, patterns are often numerical in nature, right? Um and um and but, I know we're not talking about paint by number. No, we're not talking about paint by number. Um so um you know and then and but it really it, it it fell out of favor because well a lot of things were purged out of the you know the zeitgeist by uh the Catholic Church and uh the Roman Empire. Damn Catholics again. Yeah, um so, follow, in 325 AD, following the First Council of Nicaea, departures from the beliefs of the state of the state church were classified as civil violations within the Roman Empire. This means that numerology was no longer a science bestowed by God, but rather the devil. Gee, it sounds like tarot, um, which is also kind of related. Um, astrology, magic, and other forms of uh, and other forms of magic were also purged from society by the Catholic Church at this time. Boy, they just didn't want you to have any kind of fun. Jeez. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but uh, it sort of came back into vogue, um, perhaps in the early 1800s, when uh, when Ruth Dreyer po- uh, did a book called uh, Numerology: The Power in Numbers, um, and um, you know, and, and it, went, it goes back to the ancient sacred numbers found in the Bible, and combine and you combine that knowledge of the basic vibrations of numbers as established by Pythagoras, and you can kind of come up with, uh, and then you also. Um, you know, then, then uh, you know, another more contemporary author, uh, Dr. Juno Jordan, uh, took, um, you know, basically turned all of that plus the stuff that Pythagoras did into the Pythagorean system that we kind of know today. Um, and in fact, when you're interacting, if you, if you do a search for numerology on the interwebs and you're trying to do the various calculators and stuff, they pretty much almost universally go through this, um, this system that was established through uh, Pythagoras, uh, Bellier and, and Jordan, right? It, it, they're these. It's a, it's a similar system. It's and it's it's not the only system out there, by the way. I mean, you know, you'll, you'll, you've you've heard the uh, you know John C. Dvorak talk about um, you know lucky numbers and different uh, you know for the Chinese, right? In fact, I could even play that clip just for fun. Cause I, I think you to, should because I have the clip. 
There's also 11 and 7, which are lucky numbers, and 8, eight. is the Chinese lucky number. Yeah. So we- and 88 is even more lucky, 888 is even more lucky, and 8888 is so, even more lucky. So what they, we- the license plates in Hong Kong are sold for millions of dollars with yeah. those numbers on there. Yeah. Um, that's a book I hadn't seen before, Billy Steen. Yeah, The the, uh, the Geometry of Art and Life. Um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, again, math is, and I and I tend to agree philosophically with the fact that math is is, is, is pure in the sense that, um, you know, you, you start with some very basic assumptions and you can build all kinds of stuff with it. And, and so it seems it can, you know, math can describe many things and why not describe our lives? I mean, it's... It's, you know, it's literally in everything that we do, whether we realize it or not. Yeah, whether whether you yeah uh, yeah number you know what you know math is not racist. I mean that's you know that's that's a thing. Well, if it's not, then by God, it's the only thing that isn't anymore. Yeah, well, they they I've I've heard I've heard some you know math is racist uh, comments uh, that if people if they played those clips on No Agenda, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I've I've heard it too. You know, yeah. Well, the only well let's, math put this, I can let's put this way: anything, anything that anything that doesn't correspond with their fucking you know you know. Um, what do you call it? Uh, you Their know, the, narrative. The narrative uh, is racist. So That's right. So this show is terribly racist. Mm. And just so you all know, uh, don't worry. I'm not prejudiced. I hate everybody equally. <laughs> yeah, you realize that there's probably like three show titles in that whole thing. At I'm, the I've, very I've, I've, least. I've only written down one. Okay. Um, so, uh, But I can tell you, all right, in, in terms of like numerology today... Okay, modern numerology is actually a mishmash of evolutionary contributions from a variety of different teachers and cultures, including Babylonian magic, astrological philosophy from Hellenistic Alexandria, uh, the Jewish Kabbalah, the Indian uh, Vedas, the Chinese Circle of the Dead, and the Egyptian Book of the Master of the Secret House, which is the Ritual of the Dead. And a lot of these texts are sacred and must misunderstood and were not really available to the public until this day. Of course, that means that there were many famous numerologists in the world working in all of these cultures. It's just that their achievements are lost in the sands of time, which is really, really sad. Now, there are various numerology systems which assign numerical value to the numbers of an alphabet, examples of which include the uh, Abjad numerals in Arabic, and I know I murdered that probably, the Hebrew numerals, the Armenian numerals, and the Greek numerals. The practice within Jewish tradition of assigning mythical meaning to words based on their numerical values and on connections between words of equal value is known as gematria. Well, it, it's mystical, actually. Mystical meaning. Not mystical. Did I say that? I apologize. I can't read either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the practice of gematria is, sorry, assigning numerical values to words and names and inputting those values with religious meanings dates back to antiquity. Yeah, imputing. What? Imputing. See, this is what happens when you do my notes. I can't read your writing. Yeah, except it's typed. How can you not read it? <laughs> I was waiting for that. Um, yeah, but I think, I mean, and so, and, and, and there's, so the history, so I, I guess a way of saying this is that the, the idea of, of you know, assigning 
values to numbers that go beyond just the you know the ordinal number you know number of items or whatever i think that it goes back to biblical times and so it's kind of interesting that the church um you know got rid of that right and said or tried to get rid tried to get rid of that even though there's some sects of religion that uh, that fully um you know take all that stuff you know that that, that, that or that you know that I, th- I, th- I think even like greek orthodox still uses uh, some of the you know some of the numerological stuff um and um you know there are some schools of numerology that you'll hear um you know most of what you're going to see is Pythagorean numerology, um, you know, um, which claims a lineage going back to Pythagoras, the Greek philosopher who lived around 500 BC, which we talked about. Um, you know, and so, but um, the story of his invention of a new number system was actually by one of his, um, um, you know, I guess one of his disciples, uh, Philoarus, who was born 25 years after Pythagoras's death and after Pyth- the Pythagorean mystery school burned down. Yes, um, it is kind of interesting. Yes, the Alexand- yeah, the the, the uh, you know the Great Library of Alexandria uh, was burned down, right? Which makes you wonder why that was done, right? Because maybe it had all the real knowledge that people needed. Um, well, yeah, they can't let you know what's really going on. Exactly. Yeah, people, yeah, um, you know, we make, and, and I think the internet, ha- a lot of the same thing happened to the internet. The internet is getting, the inter- guys, I don't know if you all know this, right? I mean, you probably do because, you, because you're no agenda listeners and you pay attention to everything because the truth reveals itself. Yeah. Um, you know, when the internet started, because I, I had, okay, unlike, um, some of you folks here, yeah, I got a front row seat to the beginning of the internet um, before it became, you know, when it was a, before it was uh, commercialized. In fact, uh, I got to, I got to use the internet. Uh, I used the first web browsers back in the day, graphical. I just happened to be right place, right time. Uh, I had access to a T1 line and, and graphical internet browsers of the of the early nineties. Um, yeah, and when well, la di da da. Yeah, well, you, you didn't know there was me boasting, right? Well, there's. There's yeah. always boasting. Yeah, there's always boasting, right? Um, but I think that the, but but uh, you know the early days of the internet was it was going to be the store of human knowledge, and what's happening? It's all being memory hold and burned down and everything. And, and Bully Steed's right. This is a, you know, we're watching our, you know our modern day library of Alexandria burned down uh, right before. That's our exactly eyes. what they want. It's part of the narrative. That's right. They they don't. They, you know, it's a, yeah. It's it's all that that whole uh, that that quote from 1984. Everything's being rewritten uh, continuously. Where the you know there's only a present where the party's right. You know. Yep. Yeah, so that is the way that goes. Um, so um, I had I was trying to write down a show title and I forgot what it was. Oh, I'm shocked. Yeah, <laughs> there's gambling going on here too. Um, okay, so uh, uh, Ch- Chaldean numerology is uh, the people who ruled ancient Babylonia, and they they verify they um, you know they're going back to uh, you know before Pythagoras because they're going back thousands of years, but. Um, um, the chief difference is that the two is that the, the number is based on the vibration, uh, even before it is spoken, which actually kind of gets into, um, um, you know, that, but that's very, that has its basis for the Chinese, uh, numerology, which we'll, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, um, you know, Pythagorean is very linear, right? And in fact, we think, we think of it in cycles and it, it's, there's a, there's a, there's a cycle to, to the numerology. Um, um, you know, so, um, you know, and also when when the Chaldean uh, numerology also places more emphasis on names um, rather than uh, you know permutations of the birth date or something like that. Um, 
And Chinese numerology is based on the fact that, uh, you know, how a number sounds when it's spoken, um, you know, and that's, and so that, and that, and we'll actually go into the differences between those numbers here as we go on, uh, is, is that if you look at the, how the, what the, the different, the difference in meaning of the numbers in, you know, in, you know, the Pythagorean or the West, you know, Western numerology versus the Chinese numerology, it's a little bit different. And, and again, it's based on language, uh, you know, the, again, that, that, uh, you know, word, you know, the, I wish I could, I wish I had the old clip, words do matter. Uh, but yeah, I they, remember that one. Yeah, exactly. Because words do matter. Anyway, and then um, you know, let's talk about. And then uh, you know, there's the Kabbalah system, which is based on the Hebrew al- alphabet, and it's um, you know, you've got to have some. You got to. It's it's kind of obscure. It's not something that's a um, you know that that's that you're gonna that you're gonna get a whole lot of information about unless you've done some study on it. It's it's the kind of thing that uh, yeah, you probably have to study some Jewish history and that kind of thing to get to get into it. Um, so let's, um, let's talk about what the numbers mean. Um, so you want to, you want to go, you want to go through the list there? Um, sure. Yeah. Now, you know, numerology can help you learn how to emphasize your strengths and overcome your weaknesses. And almost anything you need to know can be found within the vibrational patterns and numbers and the cycles that they move in. It's a method of interpreting the numbers in your life so you can reveal your personal insights about who you are, who you'll become, how you'll personally achieve abundance, the challenges you'll face in life, your personal strengths and how to use them to your advantage, your ideal career path, your compatibility, your romantic style, and your ideal partner, as well as your parenting style. So when you tap into these numbers and align your mind and your heart with their symbolism and messages through numerology, you can begin to understand so much more about yourself and the world. Yeah, we'll put a chart in the show notes how to convert the letters to numbers. But ultimately, what you do is with with whatever you're talking about in terms of the numbers, right, is so you'll get a number, right, whatever, it's your birthday or something like that, and you'll add the digits up and you'll keep adding the digits up and you'll keep reducing and adding the digits up until you get a number that's e- that's um either 1 through 9 or one of the uh one there yeah you know, there are some other numbers that we'll talk about in the second half of the show but we'll talk about the uh the master numbers 11 22 and there's that number 33 right which were which 33 which you know I got it but which, which I'll play this clip as a teaser for 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 the second half of show because um, yeah I think we've all we've all heard uh, we we all see the thirty three and in fact our friends at Bowl After Bowl do a whole segment on on uh, thirty three um, yes they do and uh, yeah but uh, we'll we'll just talk about the the thirty three here for a second uh, the thirty three is the magic number and uh, we just noticed a long time ago that whenever something was weird in the news. Thirty. The number thirty-three is always mentioned for no apparent reason. Well, I think I figured out why that number comes up, and well, but that's a that's a second half a show, right? The second well, or the we second, know the reason. Yeah, but we then know again, the, they call us conspiracy theorists when we talk about it. That's right. So let's let's talk about the number meanings. And by the way, when I go through this. Um, <clears throat> All of these numbers, it's actually, so you'll notice that the numbers are, if, if there's kind of a cycle to it. And by the way, I, I, I checked this with the tarot. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing, except that they, you know, they, except they have a 10, right? But I think it's, but a 10 actually reduces to a one. So it's kind of the it's kind of, but it's ultimately like an end of cycle or beginning of cycle kind of number, right? So, um, 
we talk about when when you know if you got a number one uh usually it means um you know in the western sense um and and i'll have you go through the uh the chinese numbers because i've got them in the notes there um you're so kind yeah um but uh you know we talk about a number if, if you see a number one in the western it's it's uh you know it, it usually means uh it's it's kind of it's in in, in tarot it, t- it typically means that you're starting off on something new that you've got you've got some confidence you've got some you know you've got some bravery you've got you know you're kind of you're kind of going on a thing but you're 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 you know you're you're in charge you've got you know you're 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 moving ahead um and the number two uh is a, is a pairing it's a partnership it's a collaboration we talk about uh you know relationships right so it's a um you know so if you if you see a two it generally means that there's a yeah that there's some sort of uh there's some sort of partnership or relationship going on there um you know number three and you know three is a magic number two right there's a you know and and then you know that it's uh I, I wish i had that i do have that clip somewhere three is a magic number um and it's um you know cr- there's a lot of energy that's created there there's a there's um you know um there's luck there's energy there's a, you know, it's, a, it's sometimes called the star um the uh number four right is uh you know and, and the, again uh it, it's you, there's you're you're grounded you're practical you've got stability there's things are you know it looks like a home and i think in, in in one of the tarot cards i believe there's like a there's like a house there and that, that might be the right or weight system but ultimately yeah that a force kind of I mean things are things are stable right you've got a you've got a good base for things um Five kind of stirs things up, right? So you got your, uh, you've got the adventurer, the, the, the fun, free spirited, um, you know, the person that's uh, that's going out and, and you know, sort of exploring the world, um, and. Um, Number six has to do with, uh, you know, family, home, love, and trust, you know, that's, uh, um, and, and, you know, and it's, it's kind of, and then when the, here's, you know, we talk about in number seven being lucky, right? We played, we played that in the earlier clip with uh, JCD, right? Um, um, there's, there's, uh, you know, the, we, the, the people call that a lucky number, right? Well, there's, maybe that's because magic and intuition and, and some wisdom come from that. Uh, that's typically what that is. Um, and then, um, you know, and then um, you know, number seven, right, uh, or number eight? I mean, is uh, you know, there, there's um, things are moving forward. You know, things are you know, you've, you've renewed things. There's some, there's um, you got you got a little, you got a little bit of energy to to move things forward, and, and um, you know, maybe in the ambition to do it. Um, and then you know, the, and then number nine is uh, you know, is it, it talks about completion, or you know, in, in, in tarot, it's mostly like you're almost done, right? It's like you're 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 near the end. Um, you're you're going to transform. You're going to surrender this cycle. You're going to release um, things. And then when you hit when you hit ten in tarot, um, a little bit um, that there's a you know, yeah, that there's that you've kind of hit the end of that cycle, and you're going to start again in something new, right? So. Um, now there are other again we talk about the other numbers 11 22 and 30, 33 we'll do that in the next uh, we'll do that in the next segment after the uh, after the uh, uh, after the toast and jam but uh, you know now it's interesting that the, when I looked through the number the Chinese numbers are a little different um, so um, so my they are different because they are based on the way that they sound and I find it interesting because zero is perceived to be a good number because it sounds like Ling, which means good. That's interesting. I don't hear how zero sounds like Ling, but I guess maybe in the uh, Cantonese or Mandarin language that it may very well pronounce to sound like Ling. Now, the number one is the word for honor. Yet, it's not lucky or unlucky. 
I mean, it's associated with coming in first, like winning, but it's also associated with loneliness and isolation. So November 11th in China is known as Singles Day, 1111 representing four single individuals. Now, the number one relates to water in the Chinese numeric beliefs. And the number two sounds a lot like the word for easy, and it's considered positive. It's thought to bring stability and steadfastness. And actually, the Chinese have a saying, good things come in pairs. And with the number two associated with earth, that kind of makes a lot of sense. You know, Mother Earth, Father Time. I mean, you could, you could pair up a lot of things with that. Now, the number three sounds a lot like the word for life or live and is often considered to be highly lucky. But then again, it also sounds like the word for separate, which brings it to me to be an unlucky number. And it is associated with wood. Now, what I'm noticing is that these are all, um, what do you call them? Um, <sighs> what do you mean, elements? That's it. I couldn't think of the word yeah. because I'm like, yeah, wood and air and water, those are all elements. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and it's interesting. And you're reading that. I know you haven't read number four yet, but, uh, but, um, and so this is, this is where it's interesting because I, because again, just having read the stuff of the Western stuff. So number four is in, in the Western system is stability. Here it means that, uh, yeah, it, it is, um, it's interesting in the sense that it's, yeah, it's the Chinese word for death. Um, so, you know, and it is interesting that, they, so, it, you know, m- it must be that stability, you know, may, you know, and that's something, you know, I, I think I've made the comment before that you, that you always, um, that you're either getting better or worse, you're never getting the same. And if things are stable, right. then, um, yeah, maybe they're deteriorating. So there, maybe there's something to that, right? Is that, yeah, things are stable, but for how long? And, you know, so you, if you're not, if you're, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, stability is a temporary pause maybe, right? Um, Very much so. I yeah, mean, think yeah. about all the videos that you see where like floors collapse and whatnot, you yeah. know, one minute that floor was stable and the next minute, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, interestingly enough, often the house number four is admitted in street planning and apartments may not have the fourth floor. Uh, but if you take the number 13, right, because that's a number that it, um, I can't tell you how many buildings I've been in where they, there was not a 13th floor. It was it went from 12 to 14. Yeah, superstition. Um, yeah. Uh, there's also not room number 13s. Yeah, that's right. Um the number thirteen is considered unlucky, and if you add one plus three, that gives you four. So there's some cross. So there, there's actually some crossover with uh, you know the uh, the Chinese numerology there. So there's 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 some vibration in the number four, and I think it's right. And, and I think with any of these numbers, if you you can look at them a certain way, and they kind of it kind of go it could kind of go either way, right? It depends on it depends on the the, the 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 approach you're taking with it. But um, but yeah, so yeah, just that was something that occurred to me as we we're reading the. Um, you know, as I was reading this, I figured I'd interject. So, uh, no problem. So, um, uh, so number five and the Chinese system. Well, number five is a number number that has multiple meanings. It's considered lucky by some, sounding like the word "me" and being associated with the five elements, and it's supposed to bring harmony. Now, the main route into the Forbidden City in Beijing is the Tiananmen Gate, which has three arches. So this number has also been historically associated with the emperor. Yet in... Yeah, emperor, sorry. I don't know what is with my tongue. I promise you, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not messed up. <laughs> Maybe I need to be. Um, 
But in some dialects, it sounds like the word for not, which brings senses of negativity. So it can kind of, you know, go either way, depending on how you're looking at it. And of course, you know, the number five refers to earth. So, you know, there we go with another elemental association. And the number six of the lucky numbers, it number six is believed to be quite auspicious in the Chinese culture. The Number six in Mandarin sounds like the word for smooth, while in Cantonese, it sounds like good fortune or profitable. And because of this, many people in China regard the number six as a lucky number for business owners. Now, in the contrast, the negative connotations and fear that the triple six has in Western culture is considered highly auspicious in the East. And the number six refers to the element of metal. Yeah, and we've and and I think with any of these things, again, you start looking at these numbers. You, you know, again, there, you could there's I think there's and even in the tarot, right? There's there's a duality to the numbers, right? There's a there's a good side and a bad side, um, <clears throat> and it kind of depends on what you're what you're looking for, I guess. Um, you know, you don't um, you know this is a but yeah, the, there's a there is a there is a certain there's a duality. Yeah, there's a number duality, I guess. Uh, that yeah, the, the, every number has a um, yeah, it's like the force, right? There's a good side and a bad side to it. Yeah, so. That's right, and sometimes they overlap. Yeah, so um, so let's talk about lucky. Uh, yeah, so and yeah, six. I've you know I've taken to the number six 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 being somewhat lucky. Uh, As have I. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, yeah, and in fact, if you go to the early, and I think in the Bible, I think early in the some of the Bible stuff, it was considered good luck before it was before it was considered the the you know, the tool of Satan or whatever. Yeah, the mark of the beast. Yeah, I'm wondering. You know, I'm wondering how much of that is. People. Propaganda and bullshit Propag- propagated by the Catholic Church. Whoops, said it. Look yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. As a, I guess as a former Catholic, you can say that. Propaganda and bullshit. It's called a lapsed Catholic, and you damn skippy. Yeah, that's right. Okay, talk about number seven. Talk about lucky number seven. Well, lucky number seven. It actually is considered both lucky and unlucky because it resembles the word even. And because of this, it's believed to be beneficial in relationships, yet the seventh month of the year, which is July, is regarded as ghost month, and in some Chinese dialects, it also sounds like the word for lie or deceive, so it has that negative association, too, a little duality there. And it refers to the element of metal as well. I kind of take exception to that, because it's my month of birth, That's so, mine too. you know, Come on, guys. Seven's a seven's a great number. Yeah. Well, we've been uh, we have been ghosted um, by other people in our that that we're, that are. Uh, well, you know that's true. I we'll talk about that in the toast. And yeah, jam that's that, right. You know, so uh, we, yeah, I we've, don't celebrate. But yeah, anyway, exactly. There's, yeah, there's, so I can see that. Yeah, but uh, we've been ghosted, and so yeah, that uh, that happens. Uh, but let me tell you, this number eight. Yeah, this is a big one for the Chinese. It sounds a lot like the word to. Um, the word meaning to prosper and people all over China weave this into their daily lives. It's believed to bring good luck and fortune to whoever uses it. And the more eights, the better. So the opening ceremony of the 2008 summer Olympics, which were held in Beijing began on the 8th of August of 2008 at eight minutes and eight seconds past 8 p.m. local time. So they got as many eights in there as they possibly could. And the number eight is associated with the element of earth. 
That's right. Um, yeah, and number nine is a uh, you know number nine's a good number, right? Um, it's uh, it's uh, it, it sounds similar to the word for long-standing, um, and and if you think about it, it is actually kind of the end of cycle, right? It's believed to be auspicious and bring good luck when used in weddings, right? It, that's the the you know, and again, you're talking about the end of cycle, um, the beginning of something new. Uh, it's also another of the Chinese numbers associated with the Emperor of China. The government within the empire walls was structured in nines, and the emperor would wear nine dragons on his robes, uh, and it is the only number that's associated with fire and if you think about what fire is right fire's a destructive force it, it burns things down and starts things over so maybe there's not so much difference between these two systems of numerology after all if you look at it yeah but the irony is fire can both destroy and create yes it creates well if you burn something down it creates the space for something new to come up this is true but you also can use fire think about you need fire in order to melt glass to create something yeah. new from sand right. essentially exactly yeah i got i got you i mean say yeah so fire is a fire is a destructive and creative force that's um, all i was saying yeah okay fair enough so um all right so we are at our uh, we are at the toast and jam segment i believe yeah um, i believe we are at the break in our show yeah. where we again want to remind you that if you want to weigh in on our refire topic about your instances of the lucky number 33 touching your life or any other numerical significance that you may find you can call our number 253-237-3321 and tell us all about it and again if you're getting any value out of the show that we're putting out and putting in your ear holes today feel free to jump in our chat lotuseffect.chat or stream us some Satoshis. We love our boosts. Boost me, bitch. That's right. Or send us some Fiat Fun coupons because, you know, cash is never the wrong size, the wrong color, or the wrong number, That's as it would be. Never the wrong number. That's right. And as we go into our toast and jam session, mm-hmm. okay. we're going to talk about, first and foremost, the fact that, yeah, my birthday was Tuesday. Yeah, it's birthday. It's birthday. That's right. Woo woo. And, uh, yeah, my birthday started out on a real fucked up note. I'm not going to lie. On my way to work, I got a mouthful of coffee because I'm trying to down my cup before I get to work and got my silly ass choked and ended up wearing the coffee out on the front of me with like five minutes to spare to get to work. So there was no change in clothes that day, but that's okay because by the end of the day, I lost my job. They fired me on my fucking birthday. Isn't that a shitty thing to do? Yeah, yeah, it it's, is. It's pretty shitty. But whatever, you know, karma will come back around and and bite them for, you know, the bullshit that they pulled. And yeah. I don't care. I'm moving on to bigger and better things. And honestly, the end of the day ended up pretty friggin' righteous, if I do say so myself. Because a certain someone that y'all know and love, uh, one Mr. Phone Boy... Yeah, so he decided to put a ring on it. Now, don't get me twisted. It's not an engagement ring. It's just a promise ring. And I'm sure that he is going to be nice enough to post a picture of that ring in the chat for me. Either that or I'll do it myself because, you know, I'm I'm pretty adept at this whole, uh, you know... <laughs> figuring out how to work yeah. oh, computer before we thing. before we get going here um i, I think i want to play the I, mean, I think i think this is the correct clip okay jobs 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 and jobs let's vote for jobs 
Yeah. So I, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I needed to make sure that uh, that my uh, my podcasting partner in crime gets some jobs. And and it's funny because we've been talking about what you know, sort of the next step and all that. And uh, you know what I what I told her, and I think it's um, and I think right now the because there's a lot of stuff going on there that we're, that um, it, there's there's it, we we're let the universe kind of say what the you know what the next step is because there's we got a couple of different options here. And um, you know, yeah, and honestly. Um, you know, I, I told Phoneboy off air that I had made a agreement with the universe silently on the day I was supposed to take my acuplacer testing for school, and I broke that promise. And I think that because that job really represented the freedom to be able to be home every night with him and have a, you know, finger quotes, normal life, I think that was a bit of the universe punishing me because I didn't follow the program, essentially. So I have rescheduled that test and do intend fully to take it and also to go through my finances and figure out what exactly do I need to make to be able to keep my head above water while still pursuing this career choice, career change, as it were, and move forward in my life. Yeah, and there may be, you know, and who knows? I mean, the the universe has an interesting way of um, of letting us know about things, um, and and actually, in some of that, we'll get into second half of show. In fact, um, so, um, but yeah, there's, um, yeah, we had some fun this week, though. Uh, we did. We had a great time. Tell tell the pedal heads about the fun things we did. Okay, I got to tell a story though, like because this this is actually my story to tell, and it's kind of funny in a sense. So. <clears throat> and and it actually is responsible for the provisional show title for this show, which is um, Podcast the Way You Sleep, which is nude podcasting. So <laughs> we were just horsing around, and Phone Boy was on my side of the bed, and I grabbed a really light mattress pad. It's a small mattress pad that I have. And I swung it and caught him right in the Jimmy Johnson. And he was standing at attention, let's just say. By the time he got over to his side of the bed and laid down, that poor sucker was just laying there looking all kinds of defeated on his fun bags. And I'm like, did I hurt you? He said, you stunned him. We were both stoned out of our asses. We laughed for a straight 10 minutes. I swear to God, I just couldn't get my breath. It was the funniest thing. Yeah, very much so. Um, and oh, by the way, while you while you were um, while you were talking there, we got uh, we got a boost from Nam. Uh, we got a forty oh, forty two hundred. There's that. There's that. You know, let, let's. There's uh, that numerology again. There's that numerology. Let's let's actually let's talk about forty two for a second since I got a clip here with it, since it came up. Uh, let's play it. Yeah, do it. Now there's also forty two, which is the most important number in the universe. For that, I uh, I point this you the to, answer to everything. In the, the answer to everything in the universe. Thank you. Uh, for that, I point you to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And- yeah, there you go. And so, yeah, we that, which I've never seen, by the way. Yeah, we, well, you've never you've never read, never listened to. We gotta we gotta fix that. Yeah, we need to fix me. Yeah, we we need to fix that. So, um, so anyway, I mean, yeah, so that's. Um, yeah, um, that happened, and yeah, I, I just it was it was just sort of a random thing. It's like, yeah, um, what did I say when you hit me? I said, what, what did I say? You said you stunned him. Well, no, that was that that was after. I don't think you said anything. No, I I, 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 I think I said you hit me in the dick or something. I don't know. There's, there's yeah, something. I think you might have actually said that. Not that I was aiming for it, but no. when it's the most prominent thing on your body. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, okay, yeah, we don't need to... Anyway, um, yeah. All right, everybody take a shot for the fact. I think I just turned Foam Boy Red for the first time in since we got together. Yeah, well, there you go. I've got... Anyway... <laughs> <clears throat> I just watched 
Yeah, is that a four? There you go. Oh, yeah, there's the... It, yeah, so I'll put... The, I need to make sure that the promise ring ends up in the show notes. That is a whole other thing. That, yeah, but I did put it in the chat. Yeah, okay. I need to make sure that that gets uploaded to the... That that gets uploaded to the show notes while we're while we're talking here. Um, Might be a good idea. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, this, we got somebody's got to do that. Um, and okay, so so we also wanted to talk about the fact that somehow I managed my bowl and stem, all one piece that goes to my strawberry shortcake, rolled off the arm of the chair and broke. And I can't find a replacement. So if any pedal heads out there know of a good place that I can order a replacement stem for a very small, well, it's not a small water bong, but like, yeah, it's not a big one. It's it's just kind of small and none of the glass shops or anything around here carry them. So hit me in the back channel if you know where I can find a replacement for this thing because the glue isn't going to hold forever and I don't want to spend over $100 on a new beautiful glass piece. I'll do it if I have to, damn it, but I don't want to have to. But not right now. Yeah, right now is is not the time for me to want to have to do that. Yeah, exactly. So, So, um yeah, so we have broken stem, and and I guess I can talk about. So we have been. In you the, should tell everybody about our node. Yeah, so I have a node set up. I don't. I have not figured out why. I'm able to dig into why I can't send myself any sats at the moment until i can do that i can't really fund anything but at least i have a node set up the second one yeah i'm gonna have to I, we were gonna do two i've got a second one kind of still going here and if it if will if it will finish i might actually use it but right now yeah we're kind of kind of in a holding pattern in terms of getting that up i do want I've, I've i realized that our podcaster wallet settings are wrong i'm still getting boostograms to to the satoshi stream address not to my node uh which causes some issues but uh i'd also don't so yeah there's there's a lot of, i've got a lot of things going on here that uh you know the life life's been a little busy so i haven't gotten in around to it i'm still trying to also get my my day job stuff done which is um yeah there's been as i said there's been a lot going on here so i haven't been able to get uh get that sorted out but yeah our goal is to have a node uh get it and, and i'll have helipad up during the show and all that stuff and have it all working and never meanwhile everything's coming through on on um you know, but at uh, least it's coming through at least it's coming through yes we haven't lost anything yet um so Okay, now let's talk about the refire topic. Now, unfortunately, we don't need voicemails because also we. One of the things we forgot to do this week is advertise the fact that our refire topic. We didn't. I woke up this morning and went, uh, "Yeah, we didn't pick a refire topic." <laughs> it's been an insane week. It's been an insane week. So, um, so magic numbers and how they touched your life, right? We. Um, so, do we have any? Do do we have any personal stories about that? Well, I mean, other than the fact that we see. 33 all over the place everywhere that we go um i really think that the way that 33 has touched my life is the fact that it's brought me closer to the universe through no agenda and it's kind of dictated in my opinion how everything has gone you know for me since i started this whole journey back in like you know october november ish you know, when I first started listening to No Agenda and then, you know, the the subsequent podcasts that I would listen to, you know, after that and ultimately, you know, finding my way to you. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, it, it's, I think for me, 33 itself, um, I'm going to get into my theory on what 33 actually means, why we see it um, so much here in, um, yeah, yeah. Um, 
you know, when you see it, yeah, I mean, when, yeah, when you see it, what does it mean, right? It's, you know, we, we see it all the time and we've been, as no agenda listeners, we've been trained. What does it actually mean? And the, you know, the boys have not talked about it. Um, yeah, at the moment, um, yeah, so Nam, I do, I think there's some inbound liquidity because uh, Sir Spencer opened up a channel to me. Um, so there's, there is, and I, I, I don't remember what, how much, uh, how many sats he opened up, but it was, uh, but there should be some, and I was only sending a small amount. So it was more than the inbound liquidity that he did. But I haven't, as I said, I haven't dug into it yet. There's, uh, there's, a, we got a lot of stuff going on here that's a little more, um, um, I mean, it's, it's certainly this is important, but it's, uh, but yeah, there's, uh, say, there's some more immediate things that we're trying to work on here. So that's why we haven't done it yet but i will get into my theory of 33 here as we get into the second half of show um but um yeah um, i mean it's it's funny because i think i started realizing the value of numerology when i started getting into tarot oh, about a year ago in fact um and you know and it's funny because when you start talking about when when i when i when i got into it i got into rider weight which is the one the, the, the system that that's people seem to be using um and when I started doing some research on on, on tarot, um, I, I got back and I, I got to the Marseille tarot, and the Marseille tarot is actually based more on numerology. Um, I, I if I um, had a little bit more time, I probably would have done a little bit of research into kind of how the Rider weight system kind of fucked up the numerology, uh, because um, the numerology, I think, is pretty solid, because you see it in a number of places. And I kind of, I tend to think this about religion in general, is that there's no right, there are differences in language not nece- and, and uh, not necessarily difference in concepts um you know and they, it, it, but it ultimately they all speak to the same truth and the same thing you know maybe with use some different words to describe it maybe use jesus or god or the divine or whatever uh, they're all saying the same thing i think but um so i think for me right that's that is um so numerology i guess is you know in a sense right so and starting with tarot and then kind of going through that you realize that the that everywhere you look um there's something greater than us out there and it's in 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 numbers are just an easy way to express it but that it doesn't mean but you know that, again whether you call it god or you call it you know the the great spaghetti monster or something like that right it's it's i think it speaks to the same thing that there's something greater than all of us and uh, out there and and yeah the numbers kind of bear that out i think um, at least that's my take but um let me see if we've gotten any let's see if we've actually gotten any voicemails now we haven't okay so let us move on to the second half of the show for this oh yes that's a good idea yeah and oh by the way yeah we posted in the chat and i'll think i'll post it in the show notes this uh um, when we were driving around uh, yesterday, that uh, we saw uh, three thirty-three uh, in the gas prices, which, uh, given that the prices have been uh, a lot higher than that, uh, you know, just in the last two months uh, since I since I moved out here to East Tennessee, uh, yeah, it's uh, to see it at that price. It's still way too expensive, you know, as far as I'm concerned. But it's uh, you know, fuck Joe Biden, fuck fuck, fuck Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. Hey, yeah, that's right. Uh, so anyway. Um, so here we go. Uh, let's talk about. So let's talk about some of the other numbers that we have here. Um, and I didn't. And I realized I didn't put a lot in the show notes here. But or there's some stuff in the show notes. But um, so remember that we talked that we talked about in numerology. What you're typically doing is you're adding the digits up until you get to a single digit as the number, or you you get to a master number, right? Or or, or an angel number, right? And there's th- and there's three that are important. There's eleven. There's twenty two, and there's thirty three. Now, um, 
I so the number eleven um, usually refers to, and I'll and I'll read a, I'll read a description of it here. Uh, eleven is the most intuitive of all numbers. It represents illumination, a channel to the subconscious, insight without rational thought, and sensitivity, nervous energy, shyness, and impracticality. Impracticality. It's a dreamer. The master number 11 has all the aspects of the two, because if you add one plus one, it equals two, but it's considerably enhanced and charged with charisma, leadership, and inspiration. It's a number with inborn duality, which creates dynamism, inner conflict, and other catalysts with its mere presence. A number that, when not focused on a goal beyond itself, can be turned inward to create fear and phobias. Yeah, I think that's a, you know, so um, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's uh, the master number 11 walks the edge between greatness and self-destruction. That is, that is uh, definitely something that uh, uh, I seem to be doing on a somewhat of a basis here. Um, Now, I did for both of us, I actually did because I I was, and I I was thinking I might include all of this and some of this in the show and I realized I didn't want to do all every number because it turns out that there's lots of, there's lots of numbers that, uh, that you can come up in your thing. But I decided that um, we would talk about, um, we would talk about uh, instances where these ma- these uh, these numbers came up in our in our numerological charts that I that I, you know and I'll put links in the show notes to where I did some of that. So um, and so for me, right? And so it's interesting that for okay, so just 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 as a high level, three elevens came up in my different chart in my different charts. A twenty two came up for Phoenix. Which I, will, right. which I will talk about in, in, in when we get to number 22. And then, and then there's, of course, there's 33, which didn't come up for either of us, but it is quite rare. And I, but I will, I will give my... Um, no, I, but think about it. I have a 22 and you have an 11. When we get together, we make 33. That's right. So, so let's More talk... More proof we're meant to be. There you go. Yeah. So let's talk about what... Um, and I'll and I'll read and I'll t- I'll read from something else about an eleven. So the master numbers. Okay. So um, the number the number eleven is a seer possessing a more powerful intuition than any other number. It's sensitive, spiritual, and works well with others. In numerology, its meaning carries many of the same traits as the number two, but on a much higher, more spiritual plane. So um, let's see. Da 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 da. Um, yeah, people with an eleven life path or elevens, and my my elevens show up in, uh, and I'll tell you, uh, they show up in my personality, my essence, my essence number for my forty ninth year, and my maturity number. Uh, but, you heard uh, it here, folks. Phone boy is eleven. Yeah, phone boy is eleven. Yes, that that might be a show title. Um, now, what's interesting, and this is, and, and so I, when I read this, and I literally read this, when did I read this? Probably about two hours ago. Roughly. Um, yeah, Phone Boys 11. Okay. Yeah, this is, uh, I read this and I went, holy shit. Okay, so I want to just, just to provide a little bit of context on, on this. Um, so this is what they call, so you can, there are cycles, I guess, with any of this stuff. And so that, so there's an essence number and let's, let's talk about what an essence number is. Cause that's probably a good, a good place to go with this, um, is the essence, the essence number and personal year number are the two essential indicators of the forces that will influence your life during the course of any year. While the personal year runs from January to January, the essence is most strongly felt from birth to birthday. For example, if your essence number is eight for the year 1988, you would begin to feel the influence of that eight most powerfully after your 1988th birthday. The influence would begin to wane during 89 and would finally end at your birthday of 89. The essence number indicates the lessons you'll be dealing with during that year. It says a great deal about how you'll perceive your environment. It also gives you clear advice on, on how can how you can be the most successful during the year, that is, which types of behavior will be supported by your milieu and which ones will be less effective. Now, for this one, I got 11. Now, is that's the number that came up. Now, um, 
I'm going to read this. And of course, now you all know the bullshit I've been dealing with for the last seven months. No, actually more like eight months now, I think, because it's been seven months. So because it's it's because, yeah, this started in Jan- very early January. So I'm going to read this. And for all of you that, that, that know my story, we've certainly talked about it. It's been, it's been, you know, dare I say it's been the top. It's almost been the topic of the show from from the almost from the beginning. Um, you said it, not me. Yeah, I know. Um, so. Let me just read this. And again, I'll put a, there's a link, there'll be a link to this in the show notes. You'll be able to see it. But, um, so, so, so I got 11 for my essence for the 49th year. And I just, and I just turned 49 this year. So this is a time of enormous sensitivity and equally enormous change. Your intuition is galvanized. You are capable of even psychic experiences. And I think that, I think some of our personal experiences bear that out. Right. Um, I think they do. Yeah. But your awareness of the higher realm serves to throw a light upon all that is low and unenlightened in your own life. The contrast can be shocking. Oh, yeah. I think that's uh, that's been what's happened. You are all too aware of your shortcomings as a human being. This can drive you more deeply inward. And, oh, yes, I've been inward lately. And that's for damn sure. At least in the, the last seven months, I've been trying to get a little less out of my own head here. You're getting better. Yeah. I, you're extremely helps. self-conscious. There may be feelings of failure and self-recrimination. Those must be kept under control. All of this stems from an element of shock present in your life. Well, everything that's gone on in my life, yeah, has been a fucking shock, that's for sure. The very ground on which your personality is based seems to have experienced an upheaval. Yep. Yeah. The psychic quake can often be replicated by some event in your life. Divorce anyone? <laughs> Consequently, your identity is shaken. Oh, yeah, this has been... Uh, um, well, realizing, like, you know, the, the degree to which you're not soon enough X is narcissistic definitely impacted a lot of that. Oh, yeah. Um, it is a time to search yourself. Are you happy with what you're doing? Is your work directly in line with your higher values and talents? This is a period of self-review in which you will have a great opportunity to set your life upon a more deeply spiritual and lasting foundation. Consequently, you can make much progress and experience a great deal of future happiness as a result of this period. There is a realignment occurring that is putting you in touch with your deeper nature. The inner and outer are now becoming one. It is a period of quickened psychological and spiritual growth. Yeah, a lot of, been a lot of growth going on in the last seven months, that's for sure. Um, yeah, have you seen this facial hair? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, yeah, that's just look at my NAS photo. Uh, he looks uh, good, guys. Yeah. Your intuition now will guide you safely from the storm. While your emotional life may be turbulent, your intuition gives you a sense that you are on the right track. In fact, you have not lost direction, but taken a quantum leap along your path. It can be a bit jarring, but altogether positive. Meditate, pray, seek out harmonious settings, take walks in the woods, smoke weed every day, <laughs> and be close to nature. Let the self, inner self guide you to a greater happiness. Living yeah. where we live, that being close to nature thing is not hard at all. All we have to do is basically walk out our front door and ta-da, there it is. Yeah, more, yeah our back patio, same difference. Um, there can be many wonderful inner and even psychic experiences that reassure you of the love and support coming to you from the universe itself. It is a time of illumination on all levels. Make the most of it. Allow the higher forces to guide your rapid growth. I agree with all that. Yeah, and so that's been, uh, oh, that's quite something. Um and again, I read that. I mean, I wasn't seeking that. I, you know, again, this is one of those like, yeah. There's been, been you know, for those of you who've been uh, following my, uh, you know, my story. Yeah, it's been a, it's been quite a thing. Um, you know, that's been going on. Um, so I also have a personality number of eleven. And and what does that say? Um, 
so what is a personality number? That might be a better, that might be a good question. So your personality number, let's see, your personality code reveals a lot about your personality. You know, okay, so that's one big, okay, so that's what that says. Um, doesn't really say much, but it says, you've. so what an 11 says about you, you've worked hard to gain confidence and overcome, at least to some extent, an inborn shyness. As a child and into your early 20s, nervous energy may have caused you to bite your nails or express your nervousness in other ways. Uh, yeah, getting, yeah, uh, we, we know what that is. Um, an 11 personality is extremely sensitive and intuitive. You're vulnerable and you need to be more careful than most people when you choose friends. I've been very careful when I choose friends. You seem an easy prey to predatory individuals. Uh, There's a yeah. reason I don't have a lot of friends. Yeah. Um, you'll find, you'll probably find yourself the victim of a con man or a con woman more than once in your life. A uh, narcissist, anyone? Um, Ex-wife, yeah, anyone? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Um, in the eyes of most people, you're perceived as a gentle, safe harbor. Uh, people are drawn to you because, among other reasons, you radiate warmth and are unthreatening. Your dress is neat and clean. Your clothing should be comfortable, soft, and flowing. You should avoid plain and understated clothes, although I tend to wear those. Your wardrobe is awesome. You, I mean, I've never seen a person who could literally put a pair of exercise shorts on and just a random, like, rayon shirt. Polyester for the fucking win. Yeah. And still look good. You make polyester look good. That's That's something. I may, I make polyester look good. I, can, I might, that might have to be a show title. <laughs> there there's that. Uh, if I if I can write if I can write that uh, you know if I can write that fast you know there's there's always that. Um, if you can just find your hands, you can write. That's right. If I can just find my hands, I can write. Um, if I can just find my hands, I, that that might have to be. A, um, but anyway, um, so. The opposite sex is attracted to your, so, yeah, um, let's see, you're, okay, so, uh, make an effort to be a little more daring and exciting in your appearance. This will balance nicely with your perceptive and open personality. Yeah, Again, I know the your facial tra- hair. Well, that, well, there's the facial hair, yeah. The opposite sex is attracted to your gentle and, all, and attentive nature, yet senses the passion beneath your surface. You have sex appeal. Exercise is important to your appearance, I need to get back on that, and to promote a level of strength you radiate. I'm very, apparently I'm very patient and understanding and a wonderful listener. Just remember, sex is exercise. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm a peacemaker. Arguments leave you drained. People sense your desire for harmony, but you must avoid being the blank tablet for your other's projections, which I've been for a long time. People may underestimate your strength, but this is a mistake. Uh, that would be... Uh, I'm hoping str- that's going to be the fatal flaw. Yeah, I'm. Str- yeah, you're strong. You bend, but don't break. Fine sense of beauty and excellent taste. Okay. Anyway, I'm not going to, but, but yeah, so I read, again, I'm reading all this and I'm like, okay, wow, that, that, you know, again, I'm not trying to look for this information, but it's uh, certainly there. Um, The other thing I got was a maturity number and I also got an 11 for that as well, which I thought was interesting. Like I said, you're 11. Yeah, I'm an 11. Yeah, we are, we've determined this. Um, So my maturity number is an 11, which is, um, uh, master numbers always indicate a higher sense of spiritual purpose, no matter how you define it, plus more intense challenges. Yeah, there's been that too. Um. He's Italian. Jeez. Um, The numerology indicates you'll feel an urge to explore your emotional sensitivity and find yourself torn between being an introvert and an extrovert. And truly, yeah, I am torn between those two extremes a lot. Um, Relationships will become a central theme during this time for number 11. Yeah, I'm in my later... This is... Maturity number is for later in life, and yeah, this is a, you know. So I'd say that this has been a huge, um, been a huge thing for me. Um, the golden years will allow you to teach cosmic truths you have learned for the benefit of humanity. You are called upon to use your power to bring harmony, empathy, and sensitivity to heal the unrest in the world. If you have harnessed your potential, and you, yeah, in your younger years, you will likely be a leader or looked upon as a compassionate advisor. I guess there's something, you know, there's something to that. Uh, so. 
you know, there's a... So I think we've got... Uh, so I think I got through the 11s. I All think right. you did. I think I did. Now we get to talk about you in 22s. Woohoo! Um, so, now, uh, what's a 22? The second master number. It's intuition, introspection, partnership with the divine. Um that's what that refers to. And so um, it's potentially the most successful of all numbers in numerology. It's the most powerful of all numbers and also called the master builder. Master number 22 can turn the most ambitious of dreams into reality, but only when it is supported properly by other numbers in the chart. The 22 is many of the inspirational insights of the 11 combined with the practicality and method- methodological nature of the four, making it unlimited yet disciplined. It sees the archetype and brings it down to earth in a material form. It has big ideas, expansive plans, idealism, leadership, and self-confidence. If not practical, 22s waste their potential. Um, so, like the 11, the 22 can easily shrink from its own ambition, causing difficult interior pressures. Both master numbers, the 11 and 22, experience the pressure cooker effect strongly, particularly at an early age. Um, numerology's master number 22 must work toward the realization of goals that are larger than personal ambition. The 22 serves the world in a practical way. Now, where you got a 22, though, is a soul urge number. So this is, this is the thing that makes you, um, this is the thing that makes you happy. Right, um, and uh, you have a str- and 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 I can say this from you know again having b- been with you for the last eight months or something like that. Is that how long it's been? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, um, yeah. That uh, you have a strong inner drive to manifest something of major importance. Uh, you possess all the intelligence, sensitivity, electric creativity that such a power would suggest. And if again, you you have to listen to uh, the funny thing about murder. That's all her. Uh, I didn't. I didn't do much with that, uh, and you'll when you hear what she's got planned. I think you'll I think you'll like it. He's um, my clip custodian. Don't let him fool you. He's essential. Uh, well, I'm I'm just some guy, you know. Um, you have the inventiveness of the eleven and the down to earth practicality practicality of the four. This combination can make you supremely capable of making your ambitions a reality. The demands of this soul urge are an enorm- as are as enormous as its potential. What will be required from you to fulfill your noble ambitions is nothing less than a commitment of your entire being. The path you have chosen is not an easy one. You need time to develop, and you are unlikely to begin to fulfill your ambitions until after you have reached a certain level of maturity. Um, wow, that really does speak loudly. Yeah, it does. That's, there's a reason I, I didn't want I wanted to read this to you on the show and not tell you about it beforehand because i thought it was an um you wanted the raw response yeah i wanted the raw response um whether you know it or not as a solar 22 you possess great power within your being and i can see it i mean and i really do see it you were born with this power in a latent state but on some level you were already aware of it early in life this power manifested itself as an awkwardness and a discomfort inside of you your self-image has always been one of contradictory and streams on one hand you sensed your uniqueness and potential on your other you may have felt insecure and perhaps even inferior this paradox has caused waves of self-doubt and lack of confidence but the solar 22 is also a powerful generator of energy that when combined with the higher characteristics of the master number 22 can become a dynamic and unrelenting force in order to channel such great power you need a noble goal for which to aim you will probably try your hands at several different kinds of work before you rise to the challenge of your true ambitions oh if that's not accurate yeah um so and i'll put a link to this rest of this in the show notes but i think there's uh so um and I and I have told and I and I keep telling her that she, that yeah, that I think there's a I, I think the the universe is going to speak very clearly about what she needs to do here pretty quick, um, 
It's yeah. what he keeps telling me, but yeah. then again, when he tells me that he's stoned, so I kind of question it. Yeah, well, you know, but I, I'm t- I'm tuned into the to the to the uh, what do you call it? The divine at that point. Uh huh. And like the conversation that we had the other night, the universe sounds a whole lot like Lisa Bemrose. <laughs> oh my, yeah. Um, if Lisa Bemrose is listening, uh, if Sir Bemrose is listening. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, well, that is. Yeah, we do, we do, we do both agree that the that the that Lisa Bemrose is the voice of the universe. If we ever if we ever do a radio play, yeah, that that we're we're we're, we're uh, casting Lisa Bemrose as the voice of the universe. Absolutely. I mean, literally, when I think about when I talk about having had a conversation with the universe, when when I think about what the universe sounds like, I hear Lisa Bemrose's voice in my head. Yeah. So. Um, I'll, I'm skipping some of the stuff that's in here, and, and again, I'll have a link in the show notes to what it says. Um, you perform best when your domestic foundation is stable and supportive. It is that's very true. important to have a partner who shares your dreams and has a high degree of strength and independence to keep up with your drive. And that is truly, you know, that yeah. that's you. Yeah. You have, I've spoken about it before, you changed my life from the way that I look you know, I'm I'm now down to like 250 pounds. I feel amazing. Uh, my confidence goes through the roof uh, all the time. I mean, I still have some low days, you know, like my birthday getting shit canned. But above and beyond that, by the end of the night, I was happily stoned. And I could look at things from a whole different perspective and realize that that was the universe speaking to me, telling me, you defied me. Now you pay the price. Now I'm going to make you work for it. And I'm damn sure going to work for it. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah, it's all about perspective. And I've, I know I've had a, I had a situation in my life where I got fired and this was, and I learned, and I, and after I kind of got over the shock of it, my, my feeling was it was the best thing that ever happened to me. So, um, and, uh, because it, 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 uh, you know, it, it set me back a bit in some ways, but at the same time, it also, you know, I learned some lessons about humility. I learned some, I learned, um, I got, you know, it within, I got into a, uh, a line of work that ultimately, uh, you know, served my career. So, um, so yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, I think what we got here, you know, so, um, bottom line is I think, uh, you know, when we, um, y- you know, you just got to tap into that. And I keep telling you tap into, you know, your passions. I need to get my fear under control because yeah. my fear is what holds me back from a lot of the things that I want to do. I mean, yeah, you see my passion and whatnot in the kitchen when I cook for you. Yeah. And ultimately, you know, if I could make a living doing that, having my own place, you know, whatever, whatever, that, you know, that would be the ultimate goal. And for right now, I need to be focused on that dream may never happen. So I need to find something that I can live with doing. So yeah. school is my next option to try to do that. Yeah, we'll see. Well, you know, again, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna. I, I, all I can say is I think the universe is gonna is gonna speak loud and clear on this. Um, so, um, but yeah. Um, but let's talk about thirty three because that's I think that's what I think that's what all the pedal heads really want to hear about is thirty three. Because 33 is the magic number. No, that's right. Um, 
So let's all right. So let's talk about let's let's talk about uh, the master number uh, thirty three. Um, now I've already played the clip earlier about thirty three. It's considered the master teacher and most spiritually evolved of all numbers. It's the most influential of all numbers, combining uh, the eleven and the twenty two, boosting their potential to another level. When expressed to the fullest, the thirty three lacks personal ambition and instead focuses the, its considerable ability on the spiritual uplifting of humanity. What makes the thirty three especially impressive is its high level of sincere devotion devotion the master number 33 in full force is extremely rare um and it's usually um you know the problem and that there's a lot of other numbers that, it, that places it could appear um you know so in, in certain places it gets reduced to a six but um it's uh it's true essence is the final word in spiritual evolution the master teacher so it's no it is the rarest of all numbers um yeah we see it everywhere yeah we see it everywhere so let me ask, okay so and I thought about and I thought about this because yeah we've you know it, it's funny because um, if you've listened to No Agenda for a long time you remember that they used to do a segment where they would read the headlines where the the number thirty three showed up and our friends at Bull after Bull kind of do that same segment except they dig into the stories which is which is totally cool yeah it's, um, it's fantastic I've so, learned a lot from their yeah, segment yeah so. You know, there's always been the open question about what does the number 33 mean? Well, if we go with the numerology, right, it, it what it means is that, um, you know, again, it, it leads, the, it, it kind of leads the way, right? It's so it's a, it's a, you know, it's it's bringing us, um, it's trying to guide us in the right direction, right? So, and I think there's a good way, and and I and this is my theory on this, and yeah, it's just like my opinion, man. But um, but it is my opinion, and uh, it's my sh- it's my show and, and her show too. So uh, yeah, we we you know, we talk about our opinions here. So what do I what do I think the thirty three means? Um, I think it's a way, and I think it's and I th- and I think it's it's kind of key because it's like yeah, we all know this is bullshit, right? We see thirty three in a story, which is probably bullshit. But you know what? That's the universe telling us it's going to be okay, guys. Yeah, in general, when you see a 33 out in the wild, yeah. as we call it. Yeah. It's just, it's. I equate it to when I see a rainbow. Because I see rainbows when I really need to be reminded and reassured that everything's going to be okay. And the universe usually provides that. And I think 33s are the same thing, you know, with whatever you're struggling with. Because everybody's struggling with something. When you see a 33, it's just a little reminder from the universe that everything's going to work out. It's going to be okay. That's right. And so, yeah, it's, and I think when, yeah, when we see those magic numbers, right, um, you know, I think it's, and, and actually I think the last time I saw a 33 was when I went to go investigate the Bucky's. Uh, so uh, for those who don't know, I've never heard of a Bucky's, it's a, it's, it is the, it, it, it's what happened if a cracker barrel and a truck stop mated. And, uh, Except they, for they don't allow trucks, fuckers. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, 18 wheelers specifically, right? Because it's, yeah, there's, there's signs and it's, it's just a thing that they have about about, yeah, There's but, no use in having a gas station be that big and not allowing trucks into it. It's a waste. Yeah, but it's funny when I pulled when I was trying to find a place to park and I kind of pulled up to a pump just for the because that's the other thing is it doesn't show you what the gas put with the with the, with the There's no sign anywhere on the outside to tell you what the gas prices are. So you, you kind of just go to the you just kind of go there and you figure out what the you know and and just I wanted to see what the what the get what the you know what the gas price was and and the pump I pulled up to was number thirty three right. So just to, you know, and I, and I wasn't even trying to go for that. It was just, that just, that's just kind of how it happened out. Right. Um, and yeah, so I think, 
you know, when we see all those 33s out there, it's the universe telling us that, yeah, there's a lot of bullshit going on out there, but you know what? It's going to be okay, guys. It's going to be all right. So, you know, embrace the 33. We can laugh at the 33s, right? And the bullshit behind the stories and just say, it's going to be okay, guys. Um, I wish, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, the whole thing is, uh, you know, this number, these number 33s are, you know, the, I think that's really when, when we see these 33s, it's, yeah, it may be a sign that the story is bullcrap, but I think the main message to take away is that, guys, don't worry about it. Be happy. It's going to be okay. Don't worry. Be happy. Yeah. So I think that's I, I really think that that's what that what, what that number what that number means uh, when we see it out there. But maybe I'm I wrong. I think it's definitely a sign of encouragement. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, because because we have a lot of discouragement in the world, right? And and so yeah. And but if you if you think differently, I'd love to hear from you at two five three two three seven three three two one. Yeah, that's what that's about. Yeah. Um, tell us your opinion. What you think the number thirty three means? Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, yeah. Now, I also did uh, just for fun, right? I, I there's there's a bunch of numbers that are interesting, but I kind of wanted to do our light. I wanted to talk. Um, let's see. I was gonna do. I was gonna talk about life path numbers uh, and karmic numbers uh, briefly. So, um, a life path number is. Let me go. Let me go read what we, we've got here. Uh, it's the, your numbers calculated by your date of birth. Yeah. So you can think of it kind of like your zodiac sign in astrology. It's the number that provides a huge amount of guidance in your life and goes a long way to explaining your personality. So would you like yours number first or mine? Oh, I think you should do yours. Okay. So my life path number is a nine. And it, that, that, that suggests that I am a philanthropist and a humanitarian. Which nine, 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 nine. And that number actually showed up in a lot of, a lot of places in my chart. Yeah. Uh, um, um, you know, so again, I'm I, apparently I'm utopian and will spend my life trying to realize some aspect of my utopian dream, sacrificing money, time, and energy for a better world. It's in giving that you will find much satisfaction. And I think that's been generally true. It's your divorce. Yeah, well, unfortunately, not that. Well, your yeah. attempt at not going broke. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, I have a broad outlook on life. I see the tendency to the big picture rather than the minute details. And so, you know, um, yeah, I'm often disappointed by the realities of life, the shortcomings of others or myself, yeah, for sure. And I won't necessarily read all of that, but... Um, but my greatest chance at success is to tie my personal fortunes to an endeavor that makes the world a better place for others. I think I've done that with my job, if you get right down to it. Yeah, I I adore what you do. And, you know, finding that little niche that I didn't know existed... Um, really has rekindled my desire to go through this two-year course and, you know, get get that degree to put on my wall and uh, ultimately be able to do that particular thing that we talked about, hopefully, uh, in, in that area. Yeah. So, um, yeah, anyway, um, but there's, and I'm just, I'm just looking through here to see if there's anything here. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll put it on here. Yeah, key to your personality is the necessity of sacrifice. You have to learn to let go of material possessions and relationships. Yeah, that was that was this year. I was going to say that was I your pre- move across. Yeah, the pretty country. much. Yeah, because I pretty much gave up all my material possessions and my, you know, the relationship I had uh, spent twenty five years building and, and starting over. Um, Actually, I think that relationship thing kind of applies to your kids more than your not soon enough ex. Yeah, I've had to let go of the relationship with my kids. I mean, that's a and, and unfortunately. You know, I had to do that because they were collateral damage in this whole thing. And I'm kind of, you know, that's, you know, if I have one regret, 
that is honestly my one regret with all of this is it's about my kids and unfortunately there's nothing i can do about it i mean it's so i I hopefully someday they will come to a maturity level and realize what a toxic individual your not soon enough ex is and that she poisoned their minds and that you're not a bad guy and you had to do what you had to do you know for your own survival that's what it ultimately comes down to yeah um, yeah, money comes to me, to me through, through mysterious or unexpected ways. That definitely happened um, so far. Uh, the the benevolence of someone who is inspired by work or lucky investment. Yeah, well, there's some of that. Um, and yeah, pursuing and I yeah, and I learned this lesson at a very early age. If you pursue money for its own sake after giving up on your larger dreams, you're likely to find yourself empty-handed. That's per- yeah, that was a lesson I learned from my the few months I worked for Netscape. In fact. Um, I actually got laid off from that job, and anyway, that that pointed me. But that uh, realized that chasing money maybe wasn't such wasn't the right idea. Um, and uh, you know, um, this most successful and satisfying road for nine is giving, sharing, and sacrificing for a larger goal without expecting anything in return, which is kind of what I do. Exactly what you do. Um, so anyway, so so you know what number you are? Sure, you're a two. Your life path is a two. You are the peacemaker with the soul of an artist. Which, yeah, um, you're extremely sensitive, perceptive, and a bit shy. These qualities are both your strengths and weaknesses, for while you possess enormous sensitivity to your feelings and those of others, that same sensitivity can cause you to hold back and repress your considerable talents. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, Sensitivity and perceptiveness are among your many fine qualities because you intuitively know what people want or feel. You can be extremely diplomatic and tactful. You are also patient and cooperative. That's hot, fresh bullshit. Yeah, okay. Well, that you work well with groups and somehow find a way of creating harmony among diverse opinions. Not even a little bit. Yeah, there you go. So, you know, it's like with all this stuff, you find you take what you can find in it that's uh, that's interesting. Um, I, I think this is a lot like throwing darts at a dartboard. You're just hoping like hell you're going to hit the number you want. Yeah, that's right. With all these numbers, I mean, is there's no... You know, who's, I think I think it's all subject to interpretation, right? It's Much like tarot. Much like tarot. Well, it's, tarot is numerology. It's the same exactly. thing. Exactly. Um, Let's see. Um, life is subject to interpretation. Life isn't subject to interpretation. Um, let's see. Um, because you get hurt easily, you may tend to withhold your own thoughts and contributions to the matter at hand. This can cause you considerable resentment and anger. Too often you run from confrontation to avoid a battle. Sounds like a, sounds like your marriage. Uh, sounds like mine, too, actually. Yeah. Um, you are a sensitive and passionate lover. That she is. Um, you are, yeah, your perceptiveness makes you aware of your partner's needs and desires, which you are able to fulfill with almost magical delicacy. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, when you, when you, some, however, when you feel you have been mistreated or jilted, you can react with devastating power, sometimes using personal criticisms vindictively. Yeah, don't fuck with me. Is yeah, don't, don't mess thing. with the phoenix. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, There's a reason I'm called the fiery phoenix. Yeah. Friends seek out you seek you out for your calming and peaceful company. You're a safe haven to, to other sensitive people who recognize your compassion and understanding. Actually, that's kind of makes a lot of sense because you've actually told me that in when I rage, it actually calms you. Yeah, it does. Well, because yeah, that's uh, that, that gives me, I think that gives me a reason to calm and refocus and, you know, kind of thing but but yeah um once a two life path has found its niche in life all the talents and intelligence for great success are there to be employed seek out work that allows your sensitive nature to flourish be the glue that binds others together 
Yeah, I'm going to get right on that. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, I think we... Let's talk. All right. So we got one more that's not in the show notes, but I'm going to talk about uh, the uh, the karmic lesson numbers, and I think it's okay. Uh, um, they're they're all about. So the karmic numbers are about discovering things our minds and our souls already know, but with which our experience has not yet caught up. Just a word of caution: not everything has a pleasurable outcome. There are some things that we think just we just don't want to know. The problem is that those things are still part of us, no matter how off-putting they may be. Anyone who finds him or herself on a spiritual journey must realize it is neither healthy nor beneficial to run from or hide from the darker aspects of our nature. The more we know about them, the more we become um, as spiritual beings. So fear not. There's much to learn, and doing so will make us better individuals in the long run. Um, so, um, but um, yeah, so this is these are things that, uh, you know, um, we enter into our current incarnation with things that work in our favor and those that work against us. So, um, you know, um, yeah. And, uh, so we all have, we, we all have things that we need to learn. And, uh, so the, so yeah, we're gonna, um, there are things that, uh, uh it actually, what it is, as I think it, you add up the, look at all the, the digits in your, or the, the numerals or the digits, numerals, something, uh, the letters in your name and what they're new and, and, and how they knew the numerical values. And you can say if, if there's, if those numbers are missing from your full birth name, then uh, maybe there's something to be, ta- to be, um, to be taken there. Um, so, should I go with your karmic lesson or mine? I think we want to do mine this time. Okay, I think so too. So, you have one karmic lesson because your your name is missing because uh, your your name is missing the number four as one of the numbers. Um, and I think this is also important. I think this is also quite relevant to uh, recent events as well. Um, so. Um, yeah, let me just a second here. Uh, where is it? It's right here. Uh, you feel your life is lacking direction. You don't think that you are ever going to know what you want to be when you grow up, even though you have likely been an adult for a while. You need to set certain ground rules for your life and stick with them. You need to set your feet on solid ground. Set some real goals so you will never feel that your life has balance. Find out what makes you happy and just do it. There are ways to make a living doing practically anything. Be willing to start over repeatedly if you have to. Sooner or later, you will discover your niche. When you start asking yourself questions like, what's wrong with me? why can't I seem to ever blank? You have the tendency to look for external answers. The problem, though, is that these things originate from within you. So that is where you will need to look to find the answers. Yes, this is very uncomfortable, but so is never actualizing your potential. Wow. That's that's pretty deep. That really does speak to me in the sense that I kind of get what that's trying to say. And... Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll definitely talk off mic about what I think that's about. Yeah, there's uh yeah, like I said the uh, the universe is uh um there's there's a reason, you know, I think the universe uh, kind of guided some of the stuff and I think the universe is providing you some answers. Um I think it is too, and I think the universe might actually be providing somebody else some answers because I think we have a voicemail. I think we do, and I need to Okay, so this is where I need to Okay, so uh let's let's let us go to the let us go to the voicemails. Um, yeah, we should do that. Um, and I'll get to mine in a second. I think it's good to go. I think it's good to, uh, to have a little, to a little intermezzo here. And, uh, let's, uh, maybe do that. And, um, yeah, uh, let's, uh, let's hit with a voicemail here. Hit me with a voicemail. Yeah, I think we, I think we know who, uh, left that voicemail just, uh, based on who talked in the chat, but, uh, let's, let's hear what we got to say. Hey, Pedalheads. I just wanted to reaffirm the uh, 
the conversation about the number 33, when I made my decision to up and vacate the shithole state of Washington, uh, it was uh, very tumultuous for me, uh, very emotional, you know, jumping off of this cliff, not knowing you know what was going on. And shortly after uh, I pushed the ball down the hill and it was rolling, uh, got a lot of 33s showing up within my life. And I felt that that was the universe telling me that, you know, as as you guys just said, everything will be okay. Uh, it'll be fine. And as long as I was willing to accept and understand that the universe was uh, going to guide my fall safely, everything would be okay. And now all it is on me to repay the universe and maintain my standing in karma, and hopefully I haven't depleted it all out yet. But good vibes, everybody. Uh, thanks for doing the show. Adios, mofos. Thank you, Billy Bones, and we are so glad to call you one of our own now here in the great state of Tennessee, and glad that your trip was successful, and yeah, all those 33s just keep, you know, firing off. You see them everywhere when you have a major life decision that you have to try to make. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and I, I actually got to meet Billy Bones uh, when we were living in the communist state of Inslee. Uh, well, we uh, would have gotten, I would have gotten to at the meetup if... Uh, yeah. Monday, if yeah. I hadn't, uh, yeah, Monday, okay, so fair and equitable, I kind of didn't want Phoneboy to go to the meetup on Monday because I wanted to go with him and there just wasn't going to be enough time, um, it'd be already like an hour into it or more before we even got there and I mean, I'm kind of glad we didn't go <laughs> with what ended up happening Tuesday, but I want to apologize to Billy Bones and No Beret and all the other producers that we did not make it out. Uh, next one, guaranteed. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, so yeah, this is. Uh, you know, I've. You know, I've had. I've, I took a. I, I mean, you know, t- talking about leap leap of faith, right? I mean, this was a complete leap of faith that I took to to do what I did. But I didn't really. You know, I had. Got, I got nothing to lose at that. You know, when I when I started this whole thing in January with my, uh, with with the upheaval of my life. Um, yeah, I mean, I took it on faith that things were going to work out. I didn't. I. You know, I mean, I didn't even know where I was going to live, right? And you know and lo and behold everything um you know everything everything worked out okay um and uh yeah i've been uh, i i'm much it's just just in general i'm much happier here um certainly yeah, i'm much happier ha- you're here too yeah well I'm, I'm i'm certainly much happier with the company i keep these days um you yeah. said a mouthful there yeah and um yeah and, and honestly you know we the universe and i and i've been really just Again, I've been. I've, I know that I'm stressing out over a lot of stuff I don't have any control over, and ultimately, the universe hasn't given me anything that I haven't been able to handle. Um, so, um, you know, I try to put good out into the universe and uh, put and put uh, put things back. You know, and remember, you're not alone in this anymore. No, you're not. You, no, we're not alone have, in this. No, you have a partner in crime, both in this podcast and in life. And you know, I'll I'll stand by you. You know, yeah. for richer, for poorer. Yeah, in sickness and in health. Yeah, seems like th- those words sound familiar. <laughs> yeah, couldn't couldn't be what you uttered to me the other night. Yeah, in reassurance as you often do. Yeah, um, as in uh, I, think I can't been... wait until the day that we can utter those words to one another. 
Yeah, and uh, you, you know, and have it be, uh, yeah, yeah, and have it be. Uh, there, 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 there's a ceremony that goes with it, and I hope that all hope that all of you uh, and all of our no agenda nation in attendance. That's right. That would be awesome. So, um, all right. So, um, all right. So we got that. And if, by the way, if you guys want to call in, uh, we're, we're you know we'll still take voicemails here. Um, yeah. About uh, any of the refire topics that we have had, not just the one on numerology. You can call and tell us the craziest thing you ever did in a car. You can tell us your favorite porn, your least favorite porn, anything from a past show. You know, two five three two three seven three three two one. Let us hear about it. Yeah. That this is. Um, yeah um yeah actually it's fun yeah they oh i i met the feral housewife actually this is this is great the, the, yeah uh selling their home is like felt like catching the last chopper out of saigon yeah well yeah we yeah i met the yeah i met a um I, I met her at the at the at the last meetup that we did that i that i went to right before leaving uh the communist state of inslee uh yeah um yeah bully steed you need to get out of the communist state of inslee too i know you got to get your uh uh you know you got to get your um uh, you, you got to get out of there yourself. Uh. I, I think Dame Bully Steed and uh, Sir and Dame Bemrose need to form a wagon train and get foe the P and Dub. Yeah, exactly. So um, I can't. I, I can't tell you. Just uh, I just. Yeah. I mean, I don't. And even just around here, I mean, I don't know. This we we posted a. There's a. There. I'm, I, I gotta. I gotta put a link to this in the show notes if for for those who are listening. But ultimately, yeah, we had this. Uh, we had our uh, our. Yeah, the gas station around here. Yeah, there's, there's. We always when we drive around, we're always looking to figure out which place has got the cheapest gas prices because you know fuck Joe Biden and all that. But, um, and so yeah, this this is and, and it's funny because when I first when I first got here in May, pretty much and, and and you can say that and I think you can confirm this. Pretty much all the gas prices were the same everywhere. Yeah, there was very little. Yeah, when we were difference. driving, when we were driving across the country, and because that's because you know we we did that right. And there's a, there's a, you know there was a, there was an amazing amount of just um, yeah the gas prices were the same everywhere. And then um, you know and then I don't know whatever happened, and all of a sudden now the gas prices are dropping like a rocket or, or like a rock, and they're dropping here. In fact, you know that's and that's where almost daily. Yeah, where we live, it is actually kind of weird that in you know in our in our town the gas prices seem to be dropping but you go i don't know we, when we go to k-town to for whatever they're reason, still disgusting they're 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 not as high as they used to be but they're not as bad as you know it's but it's still like we're you know like like you know we're you know we're getting you know again we found a place here that's 333 in nine tenths of a cent a, a gallon right and we posted it in the show notes yeah we posted it in the chat we'll post it in the show notes but it's ultimately um yeah, and and I can assure you that those gas prices since when I got here in the beginning of May, they were all above four four gallon. Was it like four fifty a gallon or something? Yeah, it was it was way the hell up. There. It was it was insane. And yeah, now it's like okay, you know we we you know we always check around to see where the cheapest place is, and and yeah, so there's there's, there's a you know again there's a Weigels that that you know, right near where we live that ends up being pretty. Um, that 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 sometimes ends up being the cheapest, but it's not always, and it and it varies. And it's like, yeah, we you go out again, and all of a sudden the gas prices are down another few cents, and it's like I'm not sure why that is. Um, well, I'll tell you why it is, because fuck Joe Biden. Because when Trump was in office, we weren't above three dollars a gallon. We were like maybe mid twos at best. You know, Trump 2024, make America bake again. Yeah, yeah, make. Uh, yeah, okay, there, there's a there's a show title. <laughs> Well, because honestly, I think with him in in the administration, the, you know, the uptight assholes who live in this state 
and actually have the power to make executive decisions in you know legislation uh they might actually have the balls to legalize the green goodness and uh put another chink in the armor of pig pharma well i have a theory as to why they're even legalizing it in the places that they have it's it's to keep the it's because yeah the reason why it's not legal in a lot of places is because of pig pharma of course but um the reason why they have done it is to keep the the keep the slaves docile right exactly you know it's not it is not and by the way you notice it's not legal legal because if it were truly legal it's a fucking plant. You can grow it, guys. It's it's not hard to grow and pot. And that's exactly the problem that I have, is that it's not something that's chemically produced. It's literally natural. You know, yeah. the next thing you know, they're going to try regulating fucking, you know, tomatoes and peppers. Well, they're already trying to get rid of meat, but that's a whole, that's a whole other show for a whole other time. That we've already done. Then, well, who says we won't do it again? Um, this is going to keep going. That's right. So let's talk about my karmic lessons. And I think, and, and I read these, and it's kind of funny because I think I've learned some of these over the over the years. So this is nice. a, because it's because it's based on the numerology of your name. So the numbers that are missing in my name are the two and the nine. So what does that mean? Well, the missing number two means diplomacy and tact are not your strong suits. You'll need to work Disagree. on this. What? I disagree. Well, you're fantastic at those two things. Because I've had to, because it's a lesson I've learned, right? Uh, Be willing to be a behind the scenes contributor, which I have. Learn to set goals and reach them for the sake of the accomplishment more than the accolade. You don't need to be in the spotlight all the time. Work on your ability to be a team player. You need to start being more observant of other people's feelings. You have a tendency to plow over people, and I still do have that problem from time to time. Learn to stand back and let them stretch and grow. Your success in life will all come at the cost of you learning a thing or two about delayed gratification, patience, and cooperation. Yeah, that sounds like current, actually. Possibly. Uh, You'll find yourself forced to share credit on many projects, even when you are a major or nearly sole sole contributor. Um, Yeah. So that's number two. That's about number nine. You have a severe lack of empathy or compassion. Now that I'm pretty sure that's wrong. Even in your own head, your thoughts often strike you as being callous or uncaring. You need to learn to give people the opportunity to fail in front of you. This is how all of us learn and grow. Develop a sense of tolerance for other people's limitations. Again, it's the stuff I've had to work through. Life will force you to become less egocentric and closed-minded. It will teach you to see the big picture and how each and every person and thing around you has value. And I know that I've said that. Uh, I, and I know I say, you know, to, you know, I've said to you many times that yeah, everybody, everybody has value. Exactly. Yeah, uh, you'll learn that other people's opinions matter. You'll discover what it is to relate to other people's pain. You will learn the importance of showing kindness and compassion. You will learn that there's fulfillment in helping other people, even in seemingly small ways. It's been a lot of what I do in my life. Um, you'll find yourself struggling to function within the community too. You recognize that you are part of it, and it is a part of you. Yeah. In other words, you know, trust the you know you're, we're not separate from the universe. We're part of the universe. So, yeah, it's kind of like uh, you know the community we have in No Agenda. Yeah, we have a gigantic community of people who will help one another out just for the sake of calling you their friend. Yeah, yeah, you'll find yeah. So uh, take the initiative to simply talk to people, get to know them on a more meaningful level. Don't be afraid to lend an ear to someone's story now and then. Odds are you'll learn a great deal about yourself from those experiences. That is, uh, yeah, so, and I've learned those lessons. It's kind of funny. It took, it took some time to learn those lessons, and I'm still working through bits of them, but for the most part, yeah. Every day is a learning process. Yeah. We learn something every single day, no matter what it is and what it's about. Yeah, 
So you just have to be open enough to receive it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so with that, I think, um, I think, uh, yeah, I think we hit the, uh, I think we hit the end of this. Yeah. How do we end this thing? Yeah. How do we end this thing? Well, let's, uh, let's find out. I guess we gotta do that. Jordan fades back. Swoosh. And that's the game. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you. I'm out. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.